pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left. We are a radio show about video games. My name's Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. You doing the show standing up this week? Um, are we? No. Uh, what happened was uh, uh, the uh, award-winning Louis Schaefer's uh, um, Entourage. Entourage, definitely um, Entourage. Uh, one of uh, one of the lady entourage people uh, spilt the contents of her bag on the floor. Entourage. <laughs> entourage. Uh, and I, you know, I moved out of the way so that she could pick her stuff up. She, she did leave behind, though, um, a tub of Vaseline. <laughs> I'm not sure whether that is uh, a hint. I mean, I don't know far be it for me to say. Um, how are you? I'm good. Happy Simon. birthday, Steve. Thanks. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank how old are you? How old are you? Thank you. 21. Are you? Again. What did you get? Uh, I got an ice cream scoop. Did you? Yeah, that'll come in useful. On my One Life Left spin off podcast, Any Given Sunday. It's come to that. <laughs> it's come to that now, has it? It's well, cross we're advertising. It's just cross promotion. Hashtag brand. How's, how's it going then? It's great. Um, What's it about? It's about ice cream. It's ice cream review show. Okay. Uh, your wife was on it yesterday. Was she now? Yeah. I think was she now. I mean, obviously, I know. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm, I'm playing along for the sake of the listeners. Was she? Was she? What? You, you were, my wife was around your house last night, was she? She was. Right. Uh, your wife and one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But to find out what I mean by that, you'll have to tune in but, to and, and, and this is what I thought by uh, invite, because I, I I've, I've made a point of not listening to it yet. I don't acknowledge any of your extracurricular activity in the same way as uh, I don't Anne. Uh, but I'm going to have to now, aren't I? I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. You are, because uh, Anne's got a very busy week this week. Yeah, I do. What are you up to, Anne? Uh, this week it is the uh, MCV's 100 Top Women in Games Awards. They've been tweeting them individually, haven't they? Yeah. They've been counting down like a sort of a, like a, a ladies in video games top of the pops. Do you know what I'm really <laughs> worried about? It's going to go past uh, Thursday, and because the awards will have been done and all the you know all the hype will have uh, died down, I'm worried they're just going to forget about the rest of us. And by the rest of us, I mean me. Right. They can't do that. That'd be sexist. Um, So do you know the format of this event on Thursday then? Yeah. Networking. Oh, hashtag networking. Networking and canapes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Hashtag canapes. That'll never take off. (laughs) Networking though. Good. Well, well, best of luck for that. What are you going to wear? Oh, I haven't thought about it. I probably can't wear my trainers, can I? Uh, Can I? You're one of the hundred women in games. I'll decide what I want <laughs> yeah. to wear. Right. I don't know. Okay. How's your week been, Simon? It's been pretty good, thank you. I have um, I played a lot of video games this weekend. Have you? I did, yeah. We'll talk about that during the reviews, I guess. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, no, all good. All good. Fantastic. Uh, it's not just us here, though. I know, uh, yeah, thankfully. Uh, we're we're deli- delighted to be joined this evening by... Gordon, uh, who describes himself as head of everything. Um, mm-hmm. Hello. From Different Cloth. Hello, Gordon. How are you? Yes, I am spectacular, thank you. <laughs> head of everything? Yes. How do you get that job? Uh, there's only one of me. Okay. Yeah, so that so, was it. That's what we're doing wrong, isn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you ever so much for coming along. No um, We'll thank be talking God. to you about your new game, which you announced a couple of weeks ago. 
That's right. Drive, drive, drive. It's very exciting. Race a number of tracks at the same time. Right. So we'll be finding out exactly how you do that because uh, your trailer you asked. Oh, okay, okay. Your your trailer asked a lot of questions that I was hoping you were going to answer, but uh, we shall see. Yeah, I'm very mysterious, but I will try. Okay, good. But before that, let's get on with Anne's news. On Monday, the 16th of February, I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. Peter Molyneux is never, ever talking to the press again. The populist developer made this statement to several members of the press during interviews discussing his ailing Kickstarter game, Goddess. He was accused of not telling the truth to backers about the project, which has now had its development team slashed and its release put back indefinitely. And the most heartbreaking thing of all is Brian, the winner of Molyneux's previous game, Curios- Curiosity, who was promised a life changing experience, has been totally forgotten. Not by you, Anne. Not by me. <laughs> Resurrected. And not by any of the games press who uh, featured him heavily this week. Yeah. Brian, no. described by, uh, was it gamesindustry.biz? Was it Eurogamer? Eurogamer. Eurogamer as a young Andy Murray. Ooh. Mm. Because he's Scottish. Presumably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, young Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, I, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, I. It's... Um, it was going to happen at some point to somebody. Um, but yeah, I've never seen the games press be so openly hostile towards one of its developers. What was John Walker's first question? So are you a, prof- are you a prolific liar? No, pathological. pathological. Oh, sorry, you a pathological liar. First question. Yeah. Hi. hi. Is <laughs> that no, how no. he answers the phone? No, no I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> how, how's how, the wife? How are you? <laughs> Do you have a nice week? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, crikey. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I felt sorry for mm. Peter Molyneux and everybody at 22 Cans during this. Well, this is certainly, and, and specifically the RPS interview, seems to have split people. Um, before that interview, everyone was gently rounding on Peter, saying, this isn't on, we're bored of his lies. After that, I've seen an awful lot of sympathy for yeah. him. Uh, people suggesting that John Walker went a little bit too far in that interview but other people saying you know it was about time someone had to do it someone had to call him out for this sort of stuff John Walker did it yeah I I, I can't imagine um, what that must have been like I mean fair play to Peter for staying on the mm, phone absolutely. first of all um, there were some real insights did you did you read it all it was a, it was a, like a 25 all, yeah. minute 10,000 words the bit where he's He's uh, John goes. How many people work on Goddess? And Peter turns around and is like, "Yeah, no, you do. You put your hands. Up. I don't, I'm not sure. Put your hands up if you work on Goddess. Yeah, yes, you do. No, Michelle, you don't work on Goddess." <laughs> Made me laugh. That um, was that was the thing that really stood out about the interview for me. Um, I have a lot of sympathy for Peter. Uh, I think that he says things, and those things grow in the press, amplified by the press. Press, and he says things perhaps before thinking them through which a lot of people have done and a lot of Kickstarter uh, Kickstarters have been funded on the basis of, uh, I think one key difference is that Peter's already made all of his money and people are asking why he wasn't putting that money in to the, uh, into this project. Uh, the answer to that is people don't get ru- rich by backing their own dreams like that. Um, don't we know it, Steve? We don't, we don't know. <laughs> you and I, we put our countless <laughs> millions behind One Life Left every week and look at us yeah. now. But the thing that really stood out for me was that number, 22 people employed at 22 Cans on a project like Goddess. And you will not find a, pick, a, a Kickstarter, uh, you know, of that scale. Generally, like, they are four or five people. And that's what the team has shrunk to. Uh, and if it had begun like that, people wouldn't be uh, shocked. But I think Peter is building games based on old numbers. Uh, the sort of well, he, but he's saying um, I'm doing something new. This hasn't been done before. I'm making a new game, That's and not I can't. True. And, but I can't. Uh, I can't budget or, this or, because because this is all new. And how can anyone budget? Sorry, if, if even if that is true, most Kickstarters doing similar types of games, and they would all claim to be doing something new too, are four or five people. Yeah, and I, I, I think this, this ended up being a perfect storm of um, people have been, cons- there have been whispering about certain high profile 
kickstarted games in the industry mm-hmm. and um it's been speculated that this would happen and a lot of people have been wondering what the knock-on effects for games being kickstarted as a whole will be now that there has been in inverted commas seemingly high profile failure the problem with it was is that you've got um, a format which offers a, a an uncensored platform where anybody can say anything mm. without anybody questioning that was the original kickstarter pitch and even um during the interview peter said that you reach a stage where you will say anything just to get the money in and that's evidently what happened and then the relationship between you um using the money of your consumers versus that of a publisher is is vastly different and it's 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 come at a time when i think the games press has wanted to or certain parts of the games press have, have wanted to really stand up and show that they are on the side of consumers and yeah it resulted in this it's um yeah yeah i i also think it's it's shown one of those sides of human nature that i really don't like which is the pile on yeah you know as soon as someone is uh is is on the wrong side of an internet hate mob everyone sort of snowballs into that and and jumps on top of it a lot of people eager to be offended on behalf of other people which i don't think is a very flattering thing just think about brian young andy murray <laughs> valve has told developers to stop giving out free game keys for steam greenlight games to encourage votes valve explained we do not think these votes accurately reflect reflect customer interests and it makes our job harder in deciding which games customers would actually buy and play on steam this is something we continue to take into account when evaluating titles the result is that it may take significantly longer for you to get to get greenlit as it is much more work for us to try and understand customer interest in a title that has collected some unknown number of votes in this manner so developers you have been warned the valve is being tightened on this practice Greenlight scandal how would you have headlined that piece? What, what would uh, what would have got the click throughs for that? Uh, uh, that are you a pathological liar? <laughs> <laughs> Green light, red light. Exactly. That was, that, that was my thought, Gordon. That was, yeah, that was genuinely, genuinely my my thought. Sorry, guys. Maybe we need headlines. Yeah. Do you want to write the news from now on, Gordon? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No worries. Um, so, what do we make of this, then, Anne? Uh, well, Good or bad? Was it was it a shady practice giving away keys? I mean, it's nice to give things away, but it does seem like a... It, I mean, a, there, there are developers who are going, do you know what, if I can just get on Steam, then then that'll make me. That's all I mm. need to do. And so they'll, they're sort of willing to do anything. And they're like willing to give away their game for free to people who might actually buy it uh, just so that they can get on Steam. But um, It's hard to blame them for it, isn't it? Uh, but at the same time, Valve are probably doing the right thing by stopping this. As soon as someone discovers a slightly... Shady practice, a slightly uh, a, a loophole to persuade people to vote but for them. Valve are going to jump on it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a gift. Gi- it's a gift, but they're not. Imagine if politicians started doing this. The whole process of, of voting for uh, something. Democracy is flawed. Why do we believe in democracy? <laughs> From now on, uh, yeah. I, I mean, people have had uh, you know things to say about Greenlight for some time, haven't they? Mm. Positive and negative. This seems to be Valve closing one loophole, but I dare say there are more. What are your thoughts on this, Gordon? Uh, my thoughts are that green light is not very good. Right. Uh, Why not? Uh, it's not really a perfect democracy. If it was, everybody was on there uh, who didn't have an established publisher, and the winners got picked every two weeks, and that would be fair. But as everybody knows, if you have contacts, you can go straight on. If you're in the top 100 and they like the look of it, they'll pick you out if you're at 90. So it's not, it's not an established fair process mm. for everybody. Either they do that or they don't do it. I preferred it when, you've, uh, if they took an interest, you sent them an email and said, yeah, come see us, pitch the game you're on. So it's like, you're on or you're off? You concentrate your efforts here or, or you're done. Green light's like, okay, endless PR campaign for a while. And then uh, what's the results? You don't know when you're going to get picked. You're not sure. It took me like over a year to get Derek the Deathfin, my other spectacular game, <laughs> onto Steam through green light. And it was never clear what I needed to do to get on there. So, so do you think the, uh, the future is an open Steam platform? Yeah, it would make it kind of more like the App Store without the pseudo-political rules about guns and sex and whatever else. They... But the App Store's imperfect as well, isn't it? In well, a, everything's for imperfect. For a different way. Everything's imperfect. Either you close it and, mm. and you, know, you reach out to people or you wait for them to reach out to you and say yes or no or have a, a submission process or you open it. I don't think you should do uh, both. Or, or half-assed, you know. 
Apple is further clarifying what you're going to have to invest when you buy a game on its App Store by adding a new pay once and play category. This follows the change from users clicking on a free button to download games with in-app purchases to clicking a get button. Apple implores you to enjoy hours of uninterrupted fun with complete experiences spanning the App Store's most beloved games. With its new category, we are taking that as a promise and if anyone interrupts our fun with these games, we'll be putting Apple's lawyers right onto you. Pope. Pardon? Pope. Hey, wants them. Pope. 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 We call them Mobers, don't we? Don't call them M-O-B-A. What's it? Sorry, Pope. Play once, pay, play. Sorry, pay once and play. Pay once and play. Pope. Pay once. Pope. Pope. Once just, just say it enough, it'll sound Power. totally pop, pop, pop. Play pop. once and play, pay once and play forever. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> right, is that URL available? <laughs> we could be the next pocket gamer, Pope, Pope Gamer. <laughs> Uh, it's a good thing, isn't it? This Apple drawing attention to the games that don't seek to monetize through, uh, through the methodology of the free-to-play titles that the indies hate so much. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, they're the ones I always look out for on the store. Because pups. I, I like pups. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I just want to I just want to play my game. I don't want to have to buy anything. I don't want to feel like I'm investing more mm-hmm. than uh, I have initially. I don't know. This, I, it seems endless, the amount of money that you could pour into some games. And that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But, yeah, it is. But I've got no self-control. What do you think, Gordon? Yeah, I think uh, I'm not a big fan of free-to-play games either. I think it fundamentally alters the game design from making a good game to being a money extraction mechanism. And once you do that, then that's it. I mean, plenty of games you play that free-to-play, suddenly the difficulty spike, or you need some gems to do something, or it's in the game. The mechanics are there to extract money from you after a certain point. And that ruins most games. So you'd say you were pro-pope? <laughs> I'm definitely pro-pope. I like the pope. I'm, I'm half Catholic as no, well. No, so. no, not pope, Gordon. Pope. 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 Okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah so they, which ones did they pick? They picked uh, threes? Thomas was alone? Was Bastion No, 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 this was, the, uh, that's in one of their other new categories, which is like, uh, oh, goodness, threes. what did they call it? They called it like, um, big hitters or something like that. But, or classic uh, games. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. So what were the examples that they, that they, they used them? I, I'm sure Bastion was in there. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure, because right. otherwise I wouldn't have said it. Yeah. <laughs> it was Bastion. I think Bastion was one right. of them. What in the pop? So it's and, and this is a permanent category now, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just a feature. Just, just a feature. So it, so it, it could be gone next week. Yes, I think okay. so. Wait, no. no. What? No. No, this is a new. So category. play once and pay once and play. So it, like this week. <laughs> For now. <Pop>. For now. <laughs> For next week, you're going to get fleeced again. <laughs> And the nominees for the 2015 BAFTA Games Awards are basically too many to mention with 17 categories in total. But Alien Isolation has done pretty well with six nominations and Far Cry 4 and Monument Valley have done fairly well with five nominations each. The awards will be held on the 12th of March and will be hosted by a man with facial hair. One Life Left is looking forward to sweeping the board with our own game in 2016. And our own game will be a pup. It will, won't it? It will. Pup. Pope for charity a bit. Maybe they're Although allowed. I'm not sure we're allowed to say that. I think if you're not allowed to say that things are for charity on the App Store. Well, don't say that. Don't mention so it now. We're not going to. Okay, well, don't. We're doing a different thing. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, so I worked on the announcement for the BAFTA nominees uh, last week. I met Rufus Hound. Oh, yeah. He's excellent. He is the man with the facial hair. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna, uh, yeah, he, he knows his stuff. Does he? Does know his stuff. Yeah, I had a very good chat with him. He hadn't played Bangman. That was good. So the interesting things uh, were uh, Kevin Spacey has been nominated for a yeah. TV, a film, yeah, and now again, game. first person to ever have done that. That's quite interesting. Do you think isn't he'll it? win it? Don't know. Do you? Uh, no. Okay. I am certain he'll win it. Yeah. Uh, what's the category? Best, uh, best Spacey. Voice. Definitely for both. He'll 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 absolutely win. Um, Wait, I've got all the nominees. The other thing is that it's the first time that a mobile game has gone head to head with um, a triple A AAA console game in Game of the Year. What's mm. that? I think I probably know what that is. Uh, uh, that is, hang on, best game: Alien is Isolation, Destiny, Dragon Age, Mario Kart Eight, uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, Monument Valley. We hate Monument Valley. That's who, what, who was that? That's you. 
I didn't say anything. <laughs> no. Um, so that's that's quite a thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Interesting that they've been lumped together. What Isn't would happen it? if it, it's um, if a mobile game won Game of the Year? Though that would be, I'd be furious. Would you? <laughs> would you? Well, depends what mobile like, game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if it was Bangman, I'd be delighted. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seemed to be a, a decent mix. I thought so this best year. game and best British game. There is, isn't there? Eighty yeah. Days is down for yeah, best British games. Yeah, uh, And British Monument game. Valley, right? Uh, along with Alien Isolation, Forza Horizon Two, Geometry Wars Three, Luminosity. Good stuff. Thanks. I'm good at reading lists out. <laughs> um, so what are our predictions then? Anne, will you run through the awards and what we think will win? And can we, can we place bets on this? Yeah, artistic achievement. Okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry 4, Hohokam, uh, Luminosity. Hohokam. Hohokam. Audio achievement, Alien Isolation, Banner Saga, Call of Duty, Disney Fantasia, uh, Mario Kart 8, Sailor's Dream. Should be Fantasia. Mm-hmm. By Should a be, mile. But do you think it will be? I think it no, will be Sailor's Dream. No, because people are morons. So I think it will be Sailor's Dream. Uh, what is Sailor's Dream? It's, the iOS. it's all like. Is it, it's not, is it the Smogo game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, then that. It'll okay. be that. We'll say that. Great. Best game Alien Isolation, Destiny, Dragon Age, Mario Kart, uh, Shadow of Mordor, Monument Valley. Ooh. I, it's Alien Isolation or Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I think it's going to be Alien Isolation. Right. Uh, British game. Sorry, his, his, sorry, his suggestion goes down <laughs> like sort of straight away. Right, but you said it's either going to be one or two, and he picked which one. And, and then you've said that's what it is. It's now. <laughs> How much are we gambling on this? Gordon, you've got. Uh, you have to try and say things with a bit of authority. That okay, yeah. nice to you. And then we'll go straight in. British game. 80 days. 80 days. <laughs> Alien 80 isolation. Days. 80 days. Okay. Oh. Uh, Forza, Geometry Wars, Luminosity, Monument Valley. Days. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, debut game, Banner Saga, yes. Counter Spy, Hitman days. Go, Never Alone, uh, Shovel Knight. Banner Saga. Oh, The Vanishing of Ethan oh. Carter. That will be Shovel Knight. Do you think so? All right. Yeah, Shovel Knight. This is on you. If our accumulator if we lose, is blown yeah, on exactly. this. Yeah, exactly. Okay, put something else in. I'm not taking responsibility <laughs> for my actions. <laughs> you said it with authority, it's going down. You're in yeah, charge of everything, Gordon. Oh, Family. Uh, Lego Movie video game, uh, Little Big Planet three, Minecraft console editions, uh, Mario Kart eight, Min- Skylanders twelve Minecraft, dozen. Surely it'll be Minecraft. It has to be Minecraft. Has to be Minecraft. Has to be. Uh, game design, Alien Isolation, uh, Destiny, Far Cry four, Hearthstone, uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor threes. Oh, I love threes. threes it should be, it should be threes. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Let's go with that heart. On okay, this one. Okay. <laughs> How much are we putting on? 20 quid. <laughs> uh, wait, we've got a few to go. Game Innovation, 80 Days, Alien Isolation, Titanfall, Vanishing. 80 Days. Okay. Uh, oh, you hate mobile, don't you? No, I love no. mobile. Okay, mobile Bang and man. handheld. Uh, 80 Days, Hearthstone, Hitman, Monument Valley, Freeze, uh, 80, days. 80 Days. 80 Days. Uh, multiplayer, Call of Duty, Hearthstone, Destiny, Mario Kart 8, Minecraft. Mario Kart 8. Okay. Because Nintendo always gets warm. Yeah. Uh, ooh, music, Alien Isolation, Banner Saga, uh, Disney Fantasia, Far Cry Fantasia for, by or, a mile. Or Sailor's Dream. It doesn't matter. Fantasia fine, is definitely fine. getting it. Uh, original property, Kalimba, Monument Valley, Sunset Overdrive, Titanfall, uh, Valiant Hearts, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Oh, uh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter. So what's the title of that one? Original property. Yeah, yeah, property makes me think it's going to go to Monument Valley. It, it's because it looks like a house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, because it's the sort of thing you can imagine estate agents playing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait, performer, uh, Adam Harrington, Ashley Johnson, Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Kev- Spacey. Oh, wait, persistent game. <laughs> Never stops. Destiny, EVE Online, League of Legends, uh, RuneScape. Uh, I mean, League of okay. Legends. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, sure. or, okay. Yeah, okay. Overruled. Uh, there's a couple more. Right, cool. <laughs> Put down the second and third in those okay, lists. Okay. What's with these award ceremonies? They have so many categories. It's just mm. ridiculous. It's the same games in all the categories. Best game, Bang Man. Sport. Over. Sport, yeah, that's it. we're going for what? Are we F- still doing... Is that it? Stop it. Have you got any more news? Do you have any more news? I've got one more news. Story. Yeah, go with... Uh, and finally, an intergalactic video game goat pet is saving lives. World of Warcraft maker Blizzard announced in December that for every RG, the in- intergalactic goat pet, adopted for $10 by players, $10 would be given to the Red Cross Ebola Fund. While they sure do love that goat because World of Warcraft players raised $1.9 million. According to Mass, that also means that 190,000 intergalactic goats are now out in the World of Warcraft worlds, which means that may be an epidemic which needs its own fundraising drive. I thought it'd been funny then if you just played like a song now. <laughs> Great news. Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne
Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Perhaps you never left, but I did for a moment. Just sorting out the running order, dealing okay. with some admin. Uh, we're a video game radio show. You've heard us discuss the BAFTAs. You've heard us discuss POAPs. POAP. You've heard us skip over some World of Warcraft news. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about Marioki off air, weren't we? We're going to be doing it at the BAFTAs. At the BAFTAs, during it. Uh, the after party. Ooh. Um, the good news about uh, Pete Molyneux uh, keeping a low profile is that we can keep uprising in, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will love that. Uh, we're doing Marioki the week before in G, uh, at GDC. Yeah. Yeah. Almost sold out. Almost now. sold out, uh, which is exciting. It's last chance. Um, thank you to, to Crytek and CryEngine for yeah. uh, sponsoring us. Very I'm kind. thinking about the song. So yeah. have I. What, what have you got? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I've got. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's as close as I got. So what did you what about uh, Guns N' Roses? Don't cry, engine. But I didn't think they'd really they'd like us. <laughs> don't we cry, did, engine. Don't cry, engine. Don't cry. It's a Guns N' Roses song. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, is, that, um, is it like Sweet Child of Mine? Yes. Okay. It's, it's the same thing, basically. Right. Uh, and then we do it the week after Thursday. We're doing it this oh week. We're doing it this week. No, no woman, no crytech. Sorry, no woman, no crytech. For this stuff, it's, it's quicker and easier. Where are you every week? We are employing you. Um, yeah, no, more <laughs> no cry engine. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Is that, that I mean, that's that okay. Sound okay. But Sounds like you don't want it, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it means if they it means cry, cry tech, not a sexist company. If there aren't any women at your studio, you're not getting exactly. Ooh, good. So we're doing it this week, uh, Thursday, which is celebration of Steve's birthday and also a hundred women. <laughs> um, and Steve and I are going to be doing Gold Digger, and we want you to walk in <laughs> <laughs> around us <laughs> when you bring when you bring the uh, the attendees we'll of the award. If that's right. Yeah, no worries. Good. Um, what are you doing Thursday, Gordon? This Thursday. Yes. Talking to you. He's singing. Singing, okay. Are you yeah. coming to Marioki? No, I'm going bar? to the one in GDC. Are you? Yeah. Oh, Excellent. Good. Well, hopefully... Um, Gordon, I can check this. I can get the ticket list up right now. <laughs> I did. I bought one. Okay. I knew I'd be coming here and this might happen. <laughs> That's why I did. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be no, see nowhere near it. But Don't I did do that. I Check it. See it in your eyes. It's fine. No, no, so, it's going to be good. You understand why I have to... I do understand. That. I understand. <laughs> I am a pathological liar, though, so... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what's, um, what song are you going to be singing? Um... No woman, no crytek. Right, excellent. Okay, there fine. you go. So if you want to come and hear that, you better hurry up because the tickets will be sold out. But before that, Gordon, um, you uh, you've just announced a game. That's right. Tell us about it. Okay, it's it's called uh, Drive, 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 and it's difficult a- thing to Google that, by the way. Why? Well, because um, it comes up with the the, uh, the dr- driving licensing. It agency. comes up with a Rihanna song <laughs> song lyric most of the time. Does for it? Me. Okay. Yeah. If you do drive exclamation mark three times in inverted commas, then you'll be cool. Okay. That's right. how I do. <laughs> okay. you know, it's an expert touch. So drive, drive, drive. Yeah, and it's a driving game about racing multiple tracks at the same time. What? I can't, I can't uh, believe you, the creator of Bangman. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? What's that? What is Bangman anyway? It's some kind of Jamaican uh, sex game. Bangman. Uh, well, it, what it is? Um, it appears to be a song by Jesse J, um, or an expression for when you go up to somebody and punch them in the face <laughs> without oh. them expecting. Simon. No, I didn't know this, but I tell you what, I discovered that when I've been searching for it on Twitter. Just some bloke getting smashed in the face. I can't tell you what um, what expression I discovered about up, down, left, right. <laughs> And that's true. People do like to combine that with a swear. Um, dri- tell us about Drive, Drive, Drive. 
So you're racing on multiple tracks at the same time. How does that work? Oh, I can't possibly tell you that. It's shrouded in mystery. Is it? Yeah, but you uh, basically you have imagine a stack of tracks on top of each other, and you have to race them and manage them at the same time, flipping between tracks, managing your position over several races. It's okay. quite it's quite a mind bender. It's unlike anything you've ever played before, in well, a, in a good way. Right. So where did the inspiration come from? Uh, my brain and some Hot Wheels. Uh, little track thing okay. you know, with the loops yeah and i played a lot of stunt car racer on the amiga yeah. back in the 1930s or whatever that was yeah i can't remember um yeah it was just something that came to me in my brain yeah on a strange evening okay and i thought well driving a genre is a little bit stale isn't it in terms of the annual updates right and, you know i enjoy driving games but they never really offer much fresh uh-huh and even the indie ones tend to look back don't they you know retro look right yeah yeah so this is a kind of a retro future also incorporating the present okay and it's just you making this game is that right that's right it's just me uh, in the main but I've had some help from Clemens from Broken Rules if you know and yet it moves Secrets of Raticon guys uh-huh. in, in Austria uh, and the guys who did the 3D models from Derek the Deathfin, which is an amazing game yeah. uh, also did the models for this one so yeah so it's just me working on it with help with a few friends okay. essentially um, you made quite an impression when you announced the game um, so, like being a small studio just you on your own how did you how did you manage that um, I've got a couple of contacts <laughs> who just over the years I made Lilt Line a few years ago and a few people really liked that uh-huh. um, and from the, and Derek the Deathfin console game came out a couple of years ago so there's a couple of people that, that I get on very well with, and they tend to post my stuff. So, right. uh, And also, it seems to resonate with people. Okay. Like this radio station. That's good. Mm. He is good, he is isn't, good he? isn't he? <laughs> like having him around. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, just, I put it up there, and I hassled the journalist friends that I know, and they put it up on their site, like Destructor put it up on their site, and, um, and then Kotaku the next day. Yeah. So, Patrick, I, he did, like, a giant bomb preview of Derek. Right. And I, he follows me on Twitter. I follow him, sent him a direct message, and he liked it, and put it up. So, it's like the direct contacts with journalists that sometimes pay off. Twitter. Twitter is very helpful, That's yeah. That's the key. But basically, I made something that they liked, and they're like, oh, that looks interesting, and fresh, and let's post about it, because ah, that looks interesting. Wait. If it was um, not very good, I almost swore, okay. then obviously they wouldn't be interested. So. Right. Also, making something people like. That yes, might be the other thing. That's the key. And, and spending ages on a trailer as well. So having talked about um, Kickstarter and uh, Greenlight, mm-hmm. um, you're not doing either of those? No. Uh, I'm looking actually for somebody to fund the game. Okay. And um, so a uh, few people have been in touch with me, and I'm going out to GDC. So if you've got lots of money and lots of sense, then. Which we don't. We well, let's see what no, happens with talking... our BAFTA bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I was talking to the millions of listeners of your, oh, okay. of, of your radio show. Right. But, but you as well, if you've got money and sense, then that's. So yeah, I'm, I'm open to talking to people who might want to publish it, sponsor it, fund it, et cetera, to get it to, to the finish line. Okay. So that was the point of the announcement. Right, this right, is what right. I'm making. Mm. Are you excited about it? And would you like to <laughs> help me finish it? <laughs> and. Uh, Everyone said yes, yes, and yes. Uh, so, so uh, you were pleased with the reaction? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got a good reaction almost straight away from people saying they like the design of it, like the idea, and most of all, you know, how does it work? How can I possibly raise? And that's a question that you've still not answered. Well, I have a demo of it. I'll be showing it to people who have lots of money and sense at GDC. <laughs> it's, uh, I could do a public demo of it as well, but that'll be a bit later, I think, when it's a bit more kind okay. of tied down. I mean, it does work and it does play nicely, but yeah, I don't want to. Uh, display everything on the first date if you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tease a little bit and then uh, reveal it later so it's just kind of an announcement this is what I'm working on uh-huh. if you're interested chat to me and we maybe can work together on it what sort so. of timelines do you do you work to then given that you I mean do you do you need a publisher or what happens if that, if that I just it? need some money to finish it essentially okay. so that's all I need right that, that, as I see it um, so uh, yeah whether it's a publisher or Sony or Microsoft or well, they're publishers aren't they are you going to lie to the people that give you money will you say anything have you got any money <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't pro- have any money alright oh, then I won't lie to you no, no but am I going to lie to the people who will give me money yeah uh, not intentionally no interesting no why would I lie? I think it's more like if you're going to fund something like that you have to be interested in that kind of niche gaming interesting innovative gaming stuff and then you normally find somebody who you understand because they're probably not going to fund it to, to get rich, are they? They're not going to say, right, stick this in here, it's going to sell millions of copies. It may do. Who knows? Will it be a pop? Uh, yes, it won't be. There won't be any, any in-app purchases or any you know, stuff like that now. Okay. I don't really like that stuff, as, as I mentioned. Um, what's life like as a very small dev team? I'm not team that small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm average size, average height, average weight. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, working on your own, is, oh, that, I see, right. is that a challenge? Or, um, um, uh, yeah, it can be. It can be, uh, it can be quite a lonely business. It's more uh, like before I announced uh, Drive, 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 which is an excellent game upcoming game, um, <laughs> I wasn't sure how people would react. So if you're working in isolation in, in your yeah. room, obviously I had uh, Clemens working on the art and I really liked the logo and you just kind of have to show it to a few close friends 
and just make a call on it. This is it. I think it's good. I think it's cool. But you don't know in those moments before you contact your first journalist friend or you could be, they could be like, they don't reply to you. Uh-huh. Or, <laughs> so you don't know. Luckily, everybody liked it and they, they put it around the place. But, you know, I've had games where people are not being that interested as well. You, you just don't know, do you? So I guess it's no. the isolation of it right. until you go public with it. Okay. And once you go public, normally, if people like it, they'll give you support and then it's a bit more... But um, apart from that, it's cool. You can do what you like. Did you have a backup plan in case uh, people didn't go? Go for it. Yeah. I, uh, well, yeah, I work on something else. Run, run, run. <laughs> jump, I got, jump, I got jump. Loads, of, loads of stupid ideas, essentially. So yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not wanting for ideas. I'm just wanting for time and money. Right, okay. Right. okay. What's the best way to keep track of progress on the game? Oh, follow me on Twitter at Different Cloth. Okay. Great. Well, um, we're going to see you at GDC. Yes. Going to hang out a bit. We're going to do some singing together. Best of luck with it. I thought, Thank you I thought the trailer was fantastic. Uh, what I and I was really glad that um, yeah, really glad that you were able to come on on the show and tell us about it. And uh, look forward to seeing where it goes. Keep us posted. Thank you very much. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. A sequel is coming out to one of the world's best-regarded novels. Harper Chun-Li is finally allowing the follow-up to her book, To Kill a Spinning Bird Kick, to hit stores next month. The first book saw the lawyer, Ryuticus Finch, defend a client in the Deep South by taking on a series of fights both in and out of the courtroom against various foes. The second book continues this story, except as well as Finch's tale, you can control 12 other characters known as the jury, to see what will happen. Some critics are saying that a sequel might spoil the original, but I reckon it'll only be the third one that really turns people off. However, the series will become popular again with the move to 3D and the fourth book being a pop-up book. Thanks and back to your usual programming. letters thank you ever so much for your letters this week um we were overwhelmed with them so we're not going to be able to read them all out um so we'll have to pick some snippets steve owen wants to know what we what we think should win the best game at the baftas cover that already steve thanks no, what, what do we <laughs> no, what do we think should win not will win what should win it's a but different we, question no but we put down alien isolation no That's you picked that, that from the nominations Oh, what we should should win out of all of the games? <laughs> Steve Owen wants to know what game should win best game at the BAFTAs. Whatever the people decide. <laughs> you got anything to add in, Steve Gordon? What do you uh, think should win best game? Road not taken. Right. Monument Valley. Interesting. Um, have you got anything to add? I, I just said that to say. Whatever Steve. the public decide. <laughs> Um, Joe uh, List asks if you could swap the, the protagonist of any video game with fictional LA homicide detective Columbo which would it be and to what extent do you think would change the gameplay mechanics uh, the girl who walks around in Monument Valley <laughs> Super Meat Boy he would never leave the room he'd just come back in all the time and you'd stuck in a level mm, I'm going to have to think about this one uh, Thomas uh, Quillfelt uh, wants to know um, to eight critics calling everything the Citizen Kane of games what is the Casablanca of games i.e. the most memorable love story uh, Ico yeah that's Casablanca of games any uh... I mean that's that's very it's very thin pickings basically yeah. Ico is the only game w- which what I think the Witcher I is... know oh, that's not love again. <laughs> there's no love in that world <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ico is the only game which I think has done a, uh, you know, has made me feel some kind of connection between the two lead connect between the two lead characters, and has made me feel also like I'm inhabiting that relationship. So uh, I would say it's the only gaming love story. Okay, well, both um, Steve and Thomas uh, wish you a happy birthday, Steve. Oh, thanks. Joe didn't. Um, oh, I, interesting. I, uh, interesting. Yeah, just, noted. Just for future reference. Oh, thanks. It's good, <laughs> wise to call that out. Hello, team and super special guest, writes Lawrence. Seriously, who is interested in this virtual reality craze that seems to have gripped every tech company right now? I, for one have no interest in encapsulating my head in plastic and metal just so I can get motion sickness in my living room. And then, interestingly, Lawrence goes up a point size in his font. (laughs) (laughs) To me, virtual reality will always just highlight what a poor imitation of reality video games can possibly hope to achieve. 
drops down okay. a point size again. Maybe I can imagine it being of any use when buying a kitchen from B&Q. You could have a little poke around your imaginary future kitchen. Even then, I would be in serious doubt of the hygiene of such a device after a few weeks of use. Huh? Thoughts? I'm well into it. Can't wait. <laughs> no, can't wait. Can't wait. You, you Project Morpheus, write, I'm in. You're going to write all of them, though, aren't you? All of them. I'm not sure I'm going to... Well, I'm going to struggle with, a, with an Oculus, I think. Um, yeah. I'm I'm really excited about it, but I don't think it's for um, games longer than five or ten minutes. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be really, really good for sort of theme park ride length experiences. But uh, I can't imagine playing Skyrim inside. Oh, I can. I dream of it, Steve. <laughs> dream of it. Uh, hello, team, and your super special guest uh, says Robert Wells. Uh, this weekend, I had the pleasure of visiting Novelty Automation in Holborn. Uh, it's Tim Hunkit. Hunkins' new gallery of automatons and what struck me was how interactive they have become. Back in the 90s, the automaton gallery in Covent Garden was filled with devices that would play out a short scene on receipt of a coin. But now, a lot of them feel like games. There's one where you must put uh, nuclear fuel rods into the reactor and one where you're hoisting money through a city. There's even a version of Pong Control with exercise bikes. I like the tangibility of them. In my local arcade, the Four Quarters, the games I run are uh, to are the pinball tables and the shooting games, both of which have that feel of controlling something real. What games do you wish had a tangible side? Something physical, uh, physically present? Could you imagine a peripheral that uh, would give you that uh, would give that sense to you? That was what ROB was meant for all those years ago. Pip, pip, Robert. Um, we're trying to get Tim on the show actually because I like the look of this. Yes, me too. Uh, we should go. Okay. okay. Field trip. We're going, Field we're going trip. on a team date. <gasps> I love this idea. Um, yes, uh, it sounds excellent. So we'll hopefully talk more about that in a future show. Um, so hold your horses, Robert. Yeah, exactly. Bear with us. Um, yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Oh, I've got a letter here from Rahul Shah. It says, hi, lovely team and extra special guest. That's me. My flatmate won't stop talking about how amazing Majora's Mask is and detailing every difference between the original and the 3DS remake. How can I gently let them know that I don't care at all? Well, I would say, uh, Rahul, you just have. And it says, P.S. You guys reading this email is very likely to going to do that for me. So, yeah. Sounds Excellent. very boring and, and he knows about it now. Um, or she. Have you, did you buy Majora's Mask, anybody? No? No, no. no I did. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between the original and the 3DS remake? I didn't get on with the first sorry about one. This, I don't, Rahul. I don't even I know, know I bought the second. <laughs> I, d- I don't. Yeah, I sorry, I didn't get on with it. But um, everybody's been banging on about how good it is. I've got a flight coming up, so I thought, thought I'd play it on that hand, didn't I? Is that what you're going to do on the flight? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I've already picked my films. Yeah, what are you going to watch? Oh, uh, oh, actually, no, I picked the films that were going to be on last month. Oh, no. Oh, I've wasted my time. <laughs> should play Majora's Mask. Uh, thanks very much for your letters. Uh, do keep them coming into uh, team at onelifelife.com. Um, and, yeah, we hope to hear from you soon. You're needed in surgery. Avatar, you're the only one that can do this. You're going to have to operate. Dr. Avatar, operating room dictation on patient Okupa, Wendy. Operative diagnosis, cerebral aneurysm rupture. Estimated blood loss, 500 cc's, OR time, 5 hours. Ms. Okupa presented to the emergency department with sudden onset postcoital headache. After her medical history indicated that she was postmenopausal and an active smoker, she was rushed to the CT scanner where she lost consciousness. CT angiography revealed a ruptured aneurysm of the left middle cerebral artery. Under general anesthesia, a frontoparietal craniectomy was performed and a saccular aneurysm was visualized bleeding from its dome. With microsurgical and optical tracking guidance, a platinum sugita clip was extended across the aneurysm neck. The brain was covered with dura seal and the bone flap was riveted back in place. The patient was transferred to the neurointensive care unit where she will undergo monitoring for vasospasm. Ending dictation for patient Okupa, comma, Wendy.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, This is uh, Dread and City Shift. Uh, Earlier in the show, you saw, you heard Metatronauts and Peaks and Valleys. And you may have just heard a little bit of Simon's conversation. Just a little chat. Just a chat. So, um, what are you going to do? Book three, are you going to book some time in Shinjuku and then take it from there? Uh, I don't know yet. Don't know yet. When's the, uh, the Tokyo in Game Show? In, in September, out of Tokyo, isn't it? Yeah, Shinjuku's in Tokyo. Yeah, no, but we're flying in and out of Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> Which means we're going to travel around and then end up back in Tokyo. Okay, cool. Yeah. You'll, you'll have a great time. I am so excited. Good. Where are you going on holiday, Steve? <laughs> uh, no, no plans yet. Are you? Are you <laughs> we were just getting our hair cut. Well, we are all going to Nordic Game. Yes. yes. We're all going to Malmo. Yes. Yes. So that's Let's exciting. Let's all go to Malmo. And uh, if you want us to go to your event and do Marioki at you or for you, you just have to ask. Yeah. I'm going from there to Barcelona with James, our occasional engineer. Really? From, from Nordic Game, awesome. yeah. Oh, are you going exciting. straight there or are we not going to Copenhagen first? I'm not going to Copenhagen, no. Have you seen what happens there? Well, that happened once. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't planned yet. Maybe we should have a chat about that. <laughs> okay, maybe. maybe you're fair. Uh, yeah, good. Looking forward to it. Uh, okay. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, I'm glad we've dealt with all of that housekeeping. And you know what I keep feeling like? I feel like the listeners have got a little glimpse into the <laughs> banal reality of our everyday transport plans. What did you and have so for, is Gordon. What did, you have for, nice. what did you have for tea last night? Uh, last night I had... Oh, what did I have? Was it nice? Should I put the music while I think about it? <laughs> Oh, I know what I had. I had egg fried rice. Oh, yeah. That was good. Made it myself off some, out some old rice On your birthday eggs. weekend? Yeah. That's not on. And uh, some sausages. <laughs> you don't eat meat, though. Vegetarian sausages, Whoa. Linda McCartney. <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left, a radio show about video games. Have you got any brothers and sisters? <laughs> Have what I? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got one of each, yeah. <laughs> what do you do for your A-levels? <laughs> what do I do for my A-levels? Uh, <laughs> economics. Is your mum German? In, is your mum in prison? Uh, yes, she is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? She so, is. Um, yeah. if you've been listening to One Life Left this season, you'll know that we are doing a project. We're making a video game. That must have been some kind of in-joke. How do you know my mum was in prison? <laughs> Oh, um, how, what are we, yeah, I, um, I wasn't around last week. And Anne and I had yeah, a we, discussion oh. on air, and we know what we're doing. We've come far with this. We've got two ideas, and we're going to ask you two now to narrow it down to one idea, and then yeah. we're going to go away and make those okay. ideas. So, Anne, do you want to pitch one of them, and I'll pitch the other one? Can you go first, though? Well, if I go first, then you will have to know what the other one yeah, is. Yeah, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. That's what my mum said. No worries. One week later, she was in prison for the rest of her life. And now you guys are mocking me on this show about it. So, idea one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we thought, you, Simon, you know Fingal, right? Yep, I do you know, know Fingal. Fingal, made by the wonderful Game Oven Studios. Yes. Fingal is a game about relationships. It's a game about two people engaging in a relationship. It encourages people to flirt by placing their fingers on a screen, a touch-sensitive is device. Is it flirting? I played it with my six-year-old we've son. We've been through this. Yeah, we we've did. already did been we? through this on this, air. Yeah. So um, you move your fingers around and you uh, you may accidentally touch each other and you have to, you, you know, finger each other. you do you do what's all right. I don't all think that's right. going to work, is it? Come on, you do what the, you do what the machine tells you. You may end up with a, in a relationship with the person you're playing with, as you have with. So your the machine son. tells you to get in a relationship <laughs> with. Yeah. So no, it doesn't tell you to, but you it suggests to it. you might do. Oh, okay, okay. So we think that's a very, very good game, but it is a little bit, you know, it's a, <laughs> basically we think it's fine, fine, you know, maybe in Game Oven's tiny world, relationships have to involve just two people. Okay, but we think we're very open-minded radio show uh, that games. Uh, that relationships can involve three people Hello. as well. Hi. So, what if you what if you designed a game yep. where each of the people in the relationship of three placed their finger on the screen okay. and had to keep it there for as long as possible, avoiding objects, maybe occasionally touching. Okay. It seems seems plausible that we can make this game, right? Because yep. I understand how uh, how multi-touch works in Game Maker. What about with butts? Can you not do it with your bottom? And one finger on a bottom. You need quite a big, big tablet. Yeah, iPad. 
Fair point. <laughs> Adding things to that game already. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't have to be a finger touching the device. Uh, it seems seems like we could do that. It would have to be a multiplayer only game. Okay, so, and only for three people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying we. I'm just saying we're progressive, but maybe not progressive enough to support okay. relationships of four. Okay. And game um, two. So game two is where. We maybe use some of the source code for Bangman. Source code. Oh yeah. Do you have? Do you have copyright me. Do you have access to the source? I do code? have. Yeah, no, I do. I've yeah. patented. Good. Well, good job you're on this team. Right. Uh, so it's a tilting platform, and it's got three. Um, what's it on it? Blocks. Three blocks. Yeah, uh, and there are spikes underneath, and something happens. So using the tilt mechanics okay. of, yeah, tilt. Oh, yeah, we of were... a touch of a tilt sensitive a gyroscopic, device, yeah, okay. gyroscopic. Do you know how to controls. do that in Game Maker? Do okay. Worked it this out. This is why right. we were talking about it because you just so learned. So we have a platform. We have three squares on the platform. As yep. you tilt it, yep. you have to make sure that there's only one life left, only one person remaining on the platform. Good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, and then when you do that, then the other two drop on the platform again, and yeah, it keeps going. Uh, yeah. and it gets harder and yeah. harder, and there's different types of gravity yep. and behaviours, and yep. maybe sometimes they're slower, yep. and there's an intern yep. somehow. Yep. Uh, that's yep. it. Let's do that. That one. Yeah. Can we use your source code? I don't think you need to actually, um, but I mean, you're welcome to my source code, Anne. Um, I but uh, I don't think we necessarily need to. I was uh, playing around with gravity in uh, Game Maker last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, and it seemed pretty straightforward actually. Gordon, what are your thoughts as an actual pro out of those two suggestions? I like my suggestion best with the bottom. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> add bottoms. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, let's do that then. History, so I fully understand the nature of bears. Nuance is a weakness. This is going under. I had a go at Life is Strange this week. Even though terrifyingly, it doesn't offer the option of playing as a male character. The game goes on about making ethical decisions, but I really didn't see any ethics in there at all. In fact, a lot of people have criticised me for using the word ethics without fully understanding its meaning. So I looked up ethics in the Oxford English Dictionary, and it said... Moral principles that govern a person's behaviour or the conduct of an activity. Not a mention of making sure that my interests as a straight white male are placed ahead of anyone else's. Which confused me until I realised that Oxford English Dictionary is in bed with the games press. Why else would they define ethics in such a narrow-minded way? Meaning supervenes on use, OED. Very convenient that it's published by the Oxford University Press. And do you know what else is published by a press? The press. The clues in the name. Dictionaries, you're on my hit list. Until next time on Game Under. Reviews. Simon, you've been playing a lot of games. Played a lot of games. A lot of games. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep some of them back, Good so that plan. I don't have to play any more games between now and the other shows. <laughs> um, but the game I decided I was going to review this week uh, was Dying Light on the PlayStation Four. Which... Is that the one that you were playing when I was around? Yes. Okay. Um, it's a game that um, I've been looking forward to. It's a first person. Um, zombie adventure um, and I do like zombie games I like zombie TV shows and I like zombie films and I was very very much looking forward to this um, I appear to be in the minority in that I just didn't get on with it at all I found it um, really really fiddly um, so the idea is, is that it's supposed to be a parkour game so you're in first person and you can traverse across Rooftops, climb up buildings, all of that sort of stuff, um, whilst you evade the zombie horde. It's got quite a clever mechanic in it that the zombies get more powerful at night. Um, and But by day, they're, they're pretty easy to sort of run past. And um, yeah, I think any game where... So, Anne, you saw I was playing the tutorial yeah. when you were around. And um, in order to work out where I was going, I had to throw myself off a building <laughs> just to restart it because it wasn't clear where what I needed to do. And then... Um, what I found when I've gone into the game proper is that the majority of um, damage that I've taken as a player has been out of sort of just not knowing how far I can jump and not knowing how far I can fall. And I've just felt that at all times I've been sort of wrestling against 
it. It's, uh, I, I don't know. It sounds just, like a metaphor for your life, to be honest with you. Well, so I, I played it for a bit and I thought, am I enjoying this? Oh, no, I'll play it for some more, though, because I do want to get into it. And then at the end of it, I was like, oh, screw this. I'm going to go back to Grand Theft Auto V, which I'm playing in first person, and it just had an absolute whale of a time. This weekend, I shot down a plane, shot its engines out, and then chased the plane on a dirt bike as it was falling from the sky to work out where it landed, leaping over a moving train. And it was one of the most <laughs> exhilarating things. And, and, and yeah, it just highlighted the difference in the way that both games are created, really. I don't know. I, a lot of people seem to be really enjoying Dying Light, but for some reason, I just, I just couldn't. Have you played the multiplayer? No. Because I've only played the single player as well. And when I say how, how played the single got? player, I mean wandered around the tutorial, being unable to find some gauze or something, right. and then having to pause the game, and then my PS4 switched itself off, and I haven't gone back to it. Right. So, yeah, but I'm really keen on the idea of playing multiplayer okay. at some point. So we can play multiplayer in GTA Five, and we can go on heists, mm. shoot down planes. Okay. All right, someday. Seven out of ten. Um, I've done the opposite of you. I haven't really been playing that much more than what I mentioned last week, which is something you've already um, reviewed. That game framed. Oh, yeah. That uh, The one which looks... Uh, so it has uh, uh, panels which are look like they're from out of a comic book and you have to put them in the right order so that your man, uh, who is a criminal... Uh, can run past uh, police officers and evade them and not fall down things and die. So you're like uh, running through rooms and uh, trying to jump through windows and various things like that. Right. Um, I think it's quite fun, but uh, I don't like. I had to just. I was just moving things around to see if they worked. I don't really. I didn't really get a sense that I was like uh, necessarily. I, I didn't necessarily know what the consequences would be of me moving um, a panel to one uh, to one point in the sequence, and so I was just sort of having a guess and then letting it play, and then and then if that doesn't work out, it's fine. You just move it around again and then just do it until it gets right. So it was sort of just like a I don't know, like a card game. It wasn't I mean it was you solve it by accident, don't you? Yeah, yeah. it was uh, like so it was. It was all right doing it. I quite liked the, it when I did solve it. It's quite nice seeing the man run away. The criminal. I liked helping the criminal. Um, you should yeah. get to know my mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so not massively impressed. Uh, seven out of ten. Gordon. What have I been playing? Yes. Uh, a game on iOS called Metamorphobet, I think it is. It's the Vector Park guy. Right, it's not yeah, really yeah. a game, but it's a beautiful kind of alphabet thing. Might be good for your, your kids. Okay. Yeah, I think I read, I read this. Yeah, it's just a beautifully animated, more like toy alphabet thing. That's what I've been in the last week. Okay. Toying with. Good. And it's nice. Very yep. nice. What's what's so nice about it? Uh, it's got 7 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That is nice. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. When it gets around to numbers, yeah. you'll just have a 7 and a, and a 10. Yeah. That's all you need That's to know. Yeah, yeah it was definitely a 7 out, out of 10. Steve, um, I played Apotheon uh, briefly on PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah, that's a PlayStation Plus game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't get on with it. Um, I think it looks beautiful. I don't feel comfortable enough uh, being mean about it, beyond saying it's it's probably not it, it's probably me. I, I, I didn't enjoy it, but I just think I'm not in the mood for a side-on platform game. So with that in mind, I went back to Rogue Legacy, which I know I hate. It is bad, isn't it? Well, it's, well sorry, bad. I do, I, I a lot of people love it. I, it's, um, I think it's a very, 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 very weak platform game. Just weird, isn't it, the love that it's got? Well, it's got a very, it's very, very clever. Uh, I mean, the, the conceit, the, uh, the hereditary trait thing, and I'm sure we talked about this before, is, is not, it's quite a nice idea in your head. I don't think it's brilliantly handled, but it is a very addictive grinding game, and people love grinding. But the actual uh, platform platforming is floating and horrible. I just found it very difficult. Oh, it's, uh, I think it's really, really disappointing. So I went for a game that I'm not sure I like okay. to a game that I'm sure I dislike. Mm. Felt comfortable in that. It's a 7 out of 10. Uh, we have one more bit of admin. Oh yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, Gordon, what do you? When we credit you, because you have helped us out with our game, when we credit you, um, what would you like your title to be? Okay. Head of everything. Head of everything. Head of everything. Of course, of course. <laughs> we don't have an intern this week to keep track of whether we've missed anything else. Which means we probably didn't. Out. No, I, I, I assume that we haven't. We did miss out the fact that Eurogamer um, no longer scoring. Oh yeah. Things, oh yeah. That's true. yeah. Which is. Uh, 
Yeah, leaves us out there, leaves us basically in control of Metacritic. Well, yeah. what I liked about that is that if they don't score anything, they have um, they automatically default it to six out of ten on Google. Right. So. Um, as part of their searches, because apparently Google um, is a, a source of traffic for them, they didn't remove. They didn't review Bang Man, so it's got six out of ten for Eurogame. I'm quite pleased. It's, right. yeah, it's exactly. the same Not score as, as it got. gives every game from now on. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, well Gordon, done. thank you so much for coming in. Well, Good luck for having me. Drive, drive, drive. We'll thank see you. you on Thursday, and we'll see you in GDC. And uh, yeah, do keep us posted and come back when you've got more to say. Smashing will do. Thanks, and we'll see all of you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.